It's time for CIBL Biz Tips, bringing you actionable strategies to grow and improve your business. Prepare to become civilized. What's up, Central Illinois? Welcome to CIBL Biz Tips, where we bring you concepts and strategies to grow your Central Illinois business. Today, we are welcoming back to the Zoom studio, Francie Heinrichsen. How are you doing, Francie? I'm great. Thanks for having me here. We appreciate you jumping on here with us. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you back in the studio. So for you listeners out there, if you didn't catch Francie's full episode back in, I think it was like February or March, maybe even early this year. Yeah, it was it was late winter, early spring. Go ahead and and go back into the archives and listen to Francie's episode because it was a great one. So Francie is the founder of Founding Females and Simply Integrated. And the reason, Francie, we have you on today is you are the author of Dream, Build, Grow, a female's step-by-step guide for how to start a business. So first off, congratulations. I think when we first talked to you back in March, I think it was, um, you are just getting ready to release the book. Yes, exactly. And now it's out. And we've had some exciting milestones since then. So I'm excited to talk through those. Awesome. Well, that's great. great. Well, that's a perfect segue. So for you listeners, obviously, Biz Tips, we're bringing you some ideas and tips of what you can do to grow your business. Obviously, what we're going to be talking about with Francie is how to write and publish your book. So if you have a book idea or thinking of unique ways to grow your business, these segments with Francie you're about to to hear are probably right up your alley. So Francie, before Garrett and I talk too much, go (laughs) ahead and tell us why you started the book or why you wanted to write the book and how you started writing the book. Yeah, good question. So Dream, Build, Grow came out of this idea of teaching women, educating them on why they're making the business decisions that they're making. So I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs who are you know, their business is already up and running, but they're still not clear on the process, or maybe they look back at their, their journey and they think, I wish I would have done it differently. And to myself, I think, well, we could have planted that seed. I wish we could have talked about that, you know, piece of knowledge when that entrepreneur was first getting started. That was one of the motivations. The other motivation was that I, you know, this is nothing new. I didn't, um, you know, (laughs) create the idea of of creating a business. I have about 10 how to start a business books on the shelf. But the interesting thing is women and men don't play by the same playbook when they start a business. Um, The world gives men oftentimes a 40 hour work week. And they said, you know, fit your family around it. For women, on the other hand, we get handed family responsibilities and a lot of homemaking responsibilities, caretaking for parents, community roles that we fill a lot of times. And then the world says, if you want a career, if you want a 40-hour career, fit that around your other priorities. And so I wanted to help women build a business around their life and not a life around their business. Very good. Well, that's a good purpose, I would say. So you you created the idea of what you just said. So what was the first point? Did you just start getting out a notepad and writing down your ideas of the book and chapters, or did you go to a Word document? How Where did you start um, taking the ideas that are up here and putting them on paper? Great. So because this is a how-to book, 
Mm -hmm. You'll hear this once you step into the writing community a lot of times that your book is already written somewhere. And that was certainly the case for me. You know, running a business, I had blog posts and I had YouTube videos and I had email series and social media posts that I had talked about many of these things in. And so the first step for me was going around to those different resources that already were in existence and saying, okay, what can I pull from here? What lessons did I want the reader to gain when they were going through this, you know, micro-sized piece of content and organizing that in a way so that it was cohesive, it made sense. And, you know, I wasn't reinventing the wheel going and, and writing maybe a chapter in a book that was already written in a 1500 word blog post, for example. Great. So when you, when you first started, how did you decide what order you were going to go in? Did you reach out to a mentor? Did you touch base with somebody? You know, once you kind of made that decision and started going, you know, what were some of the steps along the way? Yeah, honestly, it was very messy. To The organizing <laughs> of the content was very messy because it really forced me to go back to starting my business. A lot of times entrepreneurs dive in right in the middle, right? They dive into... Yeah building the brand, starting the website, the social media pages. But we know, and I know through seven years of experience in running three different businesses, there has to be a lot of thought work done prior to that. And so I really had to dig deep to think about, you know, how, what do I wish I would have known? What mistakes and, and stumbling blocks did I encounter in the very beginning that had I known I could have built, you know, maybe a completely different business or I could have built a business that fast tracked um, and I, I didn't have to make all the mistakes that I did. So, for example, let me give you an example. We talk a lot about building assets, not paychecks. A lot of times women build businesses as a means to an end just to contribute income to their family. But actually, we can build an asset that the business has inherent value. It's not all up in our minds if we're, you know, a service provider that we could sell someday, that we could step away from and let somebody run for us. So that's building an asset, building a business that doesn't need us, building something that could live on past us. And so that was a, a hard lesson that I learned. And one of the things among so many lessons I wanted to pass along to female entrepreneurs to be able to say, in the beginning, this is what you can do to avoid those speed bumps or stumbling blocks. Very nice. So it sounds like, you know, there's probably a lot of people if they are listening to this and they do, they, they've they had the idea of maybe I want to write a book, but they, they're like, I just don't even know, you know, what topic or how to get started. It sounds like you already had the expertise. You've already built content around the, the concept of your book. You, you had blog posts and social media posts and maybe some videos that contain, like you said, you've already had the book written, but you just hadn't put it into book format. So it sounds like maybe that's where people can start. You know, if they are, are wanting to write a book, but they don't, aren't, aren't sure, you know, where the starting block is, that's maybe where the starting point is, is to look back at your content and use that as your, your base for your book. Especially as business owners, yes, I would agree with what you just said. If there was somebody who who had this urge to write a book or to share knowledge with the world, I believe we all have a book inside of us. Even if it's somebody who hasn't necessarily 
run a blog post or you know a business social media before we all have something life experiences or a special area of knowledge that we can share with the world and so i would tell that person if you're if you have that urge inside of you to write a book we all have at least one inside of us so go for it and you know some for some people it's fiction for some people it's nonfiction I tend to gravitate in my life toward teaching people something, but other people are good storytellers and they, you know, they could entertain rather than teach. And so I think um, as far as the mechanics of gathering that content, I've heard it say before, take a list and brainstorm everything that you could write about in this book and then organize that content, right? Like put put things together that go together. And then from there, dive into those, you know, sub chapters and think about everything that you could talk about underneath that specific category. And then that's how you lay out the outline of your book. If you are somebody who maybe doesn't have the book organized or the content created similarly to how I did. Perfect. She makes it sound extremely easy. <laughs> yeah, Garrett and I are over here taking notes, trying to keep up with. Yeah, you I'm, like, I'm sitting here okay, thinking if we if we outline. Yeah, Derek and I have talked about you know putting a book together, and you know it, it's been what a couple of years we've discussed the matter as far as yeah, that goes. Yeah. It's like the moment we think we're ready, we we throw a bunch of papers together. So I guess you know for us, let's just say on Derek and I's behalf, we've, we've got our outline, we've got our sub chapters, we've got all this, I don't say junk, everything thrown in this big fumbled up mess. What's our next step after that? Yeah, that's a good question. You got to dive into the mess. You got to <laughs> dive into the mess. There were so many Saturdays and late nights and nights that I woke up in the middle of the night that I couldn't sleep. And so I just went down and started writing, you know, for an hour or two hours. And I think, you know, you just dive in and you let that idea catch you and you kind of create your own process. Um, I, I don't think that this is a 30 minute at a time type of, you know, curricular activity. This is mm -hmm. like, you got to devote chunks of time because once your brain starts on that topic, you just got to let it flow. And the opposite is true too. You can't force it. So if you dive into a particular topic and it's just not coming to you, I think go out and do something creative, go out and do something you love, you know, take your kids for a walk or, um, you know, do something creative that you love so that you can kind of pour back into your own cup and not constantly be pushing, you know, pushing out the brain work that you have in, inside of you. Very nice. So once you started the process of, of writing the book, instructing the chapters and all that stuff. How long did it take you to complete the actual writing process of you putting your information on the paper? That's a good question. It's hard to say because <laughs> um, the short answer is maybe eight eight months. Okay. I would, if I had to rough guess, eight That's months. Fair. But I will tell you, interestingly, I finished the first four chapters phases of the book, and I. I walked through this process with a company who helped me self-publish. And so I had an editor and I handed the four chapters over to the editor and I said, here you go. I got nothing left. I haven't seen my family in weeks. I'm depleted. And she came back, she read it. She came back and she said, 
Francie, I don't think you're done. I think you need to add two more phases of this book in order to really complete the thought process, drive the point home and, and really um, serve your audience well. And that was another 50% of the book. Wow. And so wow. that, you know, that it's hard to say. That's why I, I say that. Um, but she was right. She was so right. It really did need that second set of eyes to be able to see what I was missing. Wow. Wow. Well, listeners, I think that's a good cliffhanger for uh, to, to dive into our next session where we're going to ask Francie a little bit more about self-publishing and what her process was. But for today, nice work, Francie, but we got a little more work cut out for us in this next session. So for all you listeners, while you're out there, please leave us a review. Um, you can follow us on social media on LinkedIn and Facebook and follow Garrett and I there personally as well. Until next time, y'all have been civilized. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash C-I-B-L podcast. You can also follow us on LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. It's the civilized thing to do.